Hello, everybody, and welcome to For Pete's Take. I'm Joey Peterson, and I'm really excited to be back today. It's been a while, been a couple busy weeks for me, uh, but I'm back and I'm talking SEC basketball tournament and March Madness coming up, and I'm talking about something I haven't really talked about a lot, but something I'm really passionate about, and that, of course, is the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott finally signing his deal to solidify his spot on the Cowboys for the next couple years to come. Very excited about that, but we'll get into that later, and we will go ahead and start with with Vol Hoops. Um, So the SEC basketball tournament started yesterday, and it started with a Vanderbilt win over A&M, 79-68. Vanderbilt now will advance and play Florida, um, and the winner of that game is who we play. I know you're probably wondering why I started with Vanderbilt and A&M game. Nobody really cares about that, but it matters for us. Um, and because Vanderbilt plays Florida next and we play the winner of that, there's a high chance we'll play the Gators on Friday, which is tomorrow, at around 2.30. Which is funny because the Gators were the last team Tennessee played. They played them on Sunday, March 7th. Um, and they got a win, a big win, I'll say it. Um, it was good to to get a win like that going into the SEC tournament and going into the most important time of the year for college basketball, which is March. Uh, we were down at halftime, but we outscored them in the second half, 37-21, to 21, um, and we got the win. Uh, we saw 14 points from John Fulkerson, Keon, and Victor Bailey Jr. Big games for the three of those. Saw 10 rebounds from Josiah Jordan-James. Uh, eight points from him as well. I can't talk highly enough of this guy. Um, he will not jump off the stat sheet in any way, but he is uh, easily the best role player that we have. Um, I could talk about him forever, but he just seems to be our highest rebounder game in and game out. Um, it was an emotional game. It was it was senior day for John Fulkerson and, and for Eve Pons, and those are two guys that, uh, man, maybe they haven't performed to the way that they were supposed to um, in the beginning of the year. Namely, John Fulkerson. He came off of his of last season. Uh, he was the team's MVP. Everybody expected big things from him. Kind of flopped this season, uh, but he still means a lot to this team. He still means a lot to this program. He's an East Tennessee boy through and through. Um, he grew up in Kingsport, which is about an hour and a half away from from Knoxville, and so. He means a lot to this program. He's a likable guy. Every single person likes the person he is. However, a lot of people do have complaints about the way he plays, but still, uh, you can't help but love John Fulkerson, and, and you saw a lot of tears from him leaving the court and, and in the intros. Um, and we Everybody loved how his last game, he got to be uh, tied for the leading scorer. He played a great game, um, but it was, it was emotional. And, and who knows if he's going to come back next year. I know before that game, there was a lot of talk about that it's very likely that he does come back, but um, seeing him leave the court on Sunday looked like a guy who'd played his last game at Tennessee. Um, so who knows what the future holds with him. It would be big if he comes back next year, uh, but you can imagine that Eve Pons is gone. Uh, he's too big, too athletic. He's had two great seasons back-to-back, so you can imagine that he will declare for the NBA draft. Um, overall, it was a huge win for the Vols. Um, they needed this, uh, like I said, going into this tournament and going into March Madness. Uh, they needed a big win, um, and they got it. And also, this flipped the seeding in the SEC tournament for us. So if we have lost that game, we'd be playing today against Vanderbilt, and then we'll have to, if we won that game, we'd have to play Florida tomorrow. So this just gives our team more time to rest, uh, more time to get their heads right for heading into this really difficult uh, stretch for a college basketball player. It's fun, um, and it's exciting, but there's a lot of games and in short amount of time, and so they're going to need all the rest that they can get heading into March. And, and we got that with that win. Um, it was big. It solidified us as the fourth best team in the SEC, um, looking at 
the ending SEC uh, standings after the regular season, something that's very disappointing for me and uh, Vols fans alike, I can imagine. Uh, we expected to be the number one seed, uh, but that's not how it played out. Um, but, hey, none of that is going to matter um, in in a month when the March of Madness winner is crowned. And so it, it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. If you, if you get to March and you have a decent seed, which I expect the Vols to have, um, then – if you can make a run, um, eh, regular season doesn't matter. So it will be hard to beat Florida twice in a row. Um, I think it's hard to beat any team twice in a row, especially one that's um, as good as Florida. I'm not saying they're an incredible team, but they are a good SEC basketball team. Um, but who knows? Maybe we're hot now. Um, I know it was good to go getting a win, going to the most important part of the year, like I've said. Um we need to do good in this tournament. We need to do good um, in this SEC tournament. I, man, the worst thing for us would be a first round exit. Then I think we're looking at a seven, six, seven, or eight seed, uh, which is just not ideal when you're going into March Madness. Um, we seem like a lock to be the number two seed at the beginning of the year. Uh, but if we do well in this tournament and we're a four or five going into March Madness, uh, that just helps our chances a lot more. That's plain and simple. If we win this game, we'll play the winner of Alabama versus either Kentucky or Ole Miss. Kentucky or Ole Miss will play today at about noon. Um, and I don't know what's going to happen in this tournament. Uh, I don't think anybody does. We are so streaky. We are so up and down. Um, we could win every game by 20. We could lose every game by 20. That's just kind of how Vol basketball has been this year. And I definitely don't know what's going to happen once March Madness starts. I firmly believe that this team has the capability to make a deep run in either tournament. I think we've had we have incredible players in Keon Johnson, Jaden Springer, Eve Pons, Josiah Jordan James. I think we have the talent. For some reason, though, it isn't all coming together. Uh, but who knows? We've played a lot of games, and and maybe we're just hitting our stride now. Um, but I also believe that they are capable of losing in the first game of each. Um, I mean, how sad would that be if we only got to watch this team for two more games? But that's a possibility. Uh, they've lost a lot of games that they haven't. And when you look at that conference record this year, um, it's just something that isn't doesn't make me proud. Um, you look at this record, and I believe our conference record is... Um, I believe it's like 13-7 and seven or something like that. Something that is... Not what anybody expected, um, or not 13-7, it's, let's look at it, sorry for not having this up before, uh, it is, oh, 10-7, even worse, um, and so, I, I, I just believe that the only thing that you can be certain of this team is that nobody knows what's going to happen, um, Injuries will be a big thing to look at. Jaden has struggled with some injuries throughout the season. Not a lot, but so has Josiah, so has Eve. Uh, and so if we can have all our players healthy throughout this entire stretch, that'll be huge for us um, if we're going to miss some big pieces. That will not look good for the Vols. Um, but who knows? That's it. Nobody does. Um, so hopefully we'll get hot in this SEC tournament um, and carry it over into March Madness. Um, it'll be exciting, though. This time of year is so fun for all college basketball fans. You've got games every day at all times. Um, it's just it's a really great time of the year, and, and I'm looking forward to watch this team. Um, they're still a fun team to watch, still got great players. I think they have potential, but nobody really knows what's going to happen. Uh, so that's why you got to tune in. That's why you watch the games, uh, and I'm excited to be doing that. So transitioning over to the NFL, um, and namely my Dallas Cowboys, it finally happened. 
after 26 months of him being eligible to be signed, Dak Prescott is signed with the Cowboys to a four-year, $160 million contract with $126 million guaranteed. That is a lot of money. But I absolutely love it. I think he deserved every single penny of it. Yeah, it's easy to be pessimistic, which a lot of Cowboys fans are, uh, and say that we could have signed him for $30 million two years ago. But two years ago, when those discussions were happening, almost every single person that you talked to thought $30 million was way too much money. However, hindsight's always 20-20. $30 million seems like a bargain now. But hey, I think $40 million will seem like a bargain in a year from now, too. I'll get into that more later. Um, but this is just what happens nowadays with quarterbacks. Every single one of them either sets the market or goes for something just under it. And I don't see why we would expect anything different. When Patrick Mahomes signed his huge deal last year, five years, $500 million? No, 10 years, 500, <laughs> five years, $500 million, $100 million a year. Uh, that would be crazy. But 10 years, $500 million with the Chiefs, um, then months after you saw um, you saw Deshaun Watson have a deal that was obviously not to that magnitude of 10 years. Uh, it was a shorter contract, but it was still a lot of money. Um, and just in about 12 months, less than that, Baker, Lamar, and Josh Allen are all due for their deals. And I promise you, I promise you that when they're done with their deals, Dak will not be the second highest paid player anymore. Um, and that's where he's at right now. He's, he's second behind Patrick Mahomes. Um, and he's second in both annual salary and guaranteed money under Patrick. But with state and city taxes in Kansas City, um, Mahomes only makes about 200000 more than Dak in guaranteed money, which is crazy to think about uh, that they're being guaranteed about the same amount with a four-year $160 million deal and a 10-year $500 million deal. Uh, but quarterbacks are valuable, and there's no other way to say it, um, but it's true, and their contracts speak for themselves, as they should. Um, they are the most important position on the field, and I think that making this deal was not a mistake at all. He's our guy. Um, I love watching him play. Um, and I don't want to be like the other teams who can't find a quarterback. If you look at the Jags, year after year after year, they try new quarterbacks. Thought they had it with Blake Bortles. LOL. Obviously, we saw how that turned out. And then uh, they signed Nick Foles. And I can't even count all the quarterbacks they've had. And then you look at the Browns before they got Baker um, with Tyrod Taylor, Johnny Manziel, just a bevy of other people. Um just kind of this cycle over and over and over again, that's an easy thing to get caught up in. And if we have our quarterback, why would we let him go? Uh, I know there's talks about possibly Russell Wilson coming here, but that was all unrealistic. There was talks about us uh, not going to sign Dak and, and, and drafting a quarterback. I don't see why people would want to do that. Yes, this is a lot of money, but this is the reality of the NFL right now. And I think we have a guy... Um, who can win us a Super Bowl, if I'm being 100% honest. I think that he has um, the leadership to be able to do that. I think he has the talent to be able to do that because guys absolutely love playing for him. And I'm so excited that he's locked down for the next four years. Um, I don't think the injury will be a problem. I think a lot of people are wondering about that, how the ankle looks. Uh, he said in the press conference yesterday that he was thinking about running up there and jumping up and down, but that we weren't ready for that. And I would have absolutely loved it if he did that. But 
this isn't the 1920s anymore. You know, like people can get over injuries. People can get through injuries. They have incredible uh, technology and incredible physical therapists. Um, and he is in at the facilities doing physical therapy, working every day to get that ankle strong again, get that leg strong again. Um, I don't think it'll be a problem at all. Uh, and if we're talking bad contracts, let's look at the Zeke deal. I think that it was the biggest mistake in recent Cowboys history. Uh, last year, we signed him to six years, $90 million. Um, I think he, at the time, obviously his play hasn't been up to it these last two seasons. At the time, I would think he was worth $15 million. But with running backs, a running back already four or three years into his career, signing him to six more. Man, I thought that was a huge mistake. Um, I wouldn't have mind a three-year, $45 million contract with Zeke. Um, but six years, $90 million, my goodness, that is just a long time. Running backs don't last that long, and it's um, it's pretty common every year that you see undrafted running backs have great seasons uh, because they're kind of a, a dime or a dozen now. And I don't say that to diminish uh, Ezekiel Elliott's ability or anybody's ability. Uh, that's like a Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara that are kind of generational talents. Uh, but you are able to find good running backs everywhere, um, and I really wish we wouldn't have uh, wasted all that money, and I don't know. I don't think it's wasted now. With how he played last season, it's wasted. Um, but I think that was a very big mistake. It hurt our cap room. It hurt uh, just about everything in this organization. Hopefully he can start playing again like that money. Um, but you can also look at this Jalen deal. Uh, we didn't make Jalen wait out his contract at all. We went ahead and, and paid him. And, and how he played last year, yeah, the stats show he got a lot of tackles. But I don't really care if you get a tackle if it's 15 yards down the field, if you're a linebacker. I don't care about that. And do you know how many of his tackles were like that? I'd be willing to bet about 50, 60, 75% of them. Um, I don't think he played well at all this last year. He was a constant liability on defense. Um, but he got his money, and he's locked down with this team. Um, and there have been a lot of mistakes with contracts on this team, but I don't think that this was one of them. Now, this offseason, the Cowboys have been doing a lot of restructuring, um, especially as of late, after the Dak signing, to clear up some cap room. Um, and I think that's really smart of them. I think they're doing it, an incredible job. They restructured Tyron Smith, Lyle Collins, and Zach Martin's deal to free up $18 million in cap space. Now, I think it's time to take that money uh, to free agency and put some pieces around him on the offensive line um, and then go into the draft and draft seven straight rounds of defense. Um, now I know that that's unrealistic and almost a hundred percent won't happen. Um, but if you look at the needs of this team, um, it's secondary, it's offensive line, um, it's pass rush. And so I think that those are the positions that, uh, the Cowboys need to focus on over these next couple months, either in free agency or in the draft. Um, and I think that with the skill players that this team has, um, I think that this team's capable of, of going easily to the playoffs. Um, I don't want to say easily, but I think they have the team to do that. Um, I think they have the team to make a run. So let's just see how this offseason shapes up. But as of right now, Dak is signed, and I could not be happier about it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, that's today's episode. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions about what I should talk about, heck, if you guys want to come on uh, and do this podcast with me, if you have something interesting you'd like to talk with me about, feel free to ask me. I would love to have you on. As you can see, I've, I've had people on before, and it's been a lot of fun for me. Uh, but just again, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you guys have a great day. Go Vols.